Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cloud Wars here in our ongoing effort to try to dig out the most interesting things that some of the world's largest and most influential cloud companies are doing. We're delighted to have a chance today to speak with Oracle Executive Vice President of Cloud Infrastructure, Clay McGuirk. Clay, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. Thanks for having me. Good to see you, Clay. Um, Clay, I got to say, you know, this thing about the innovative thing that companies like Oracle's are doing, I was really taken by what you folks started to talk about a couple months ago with this whole notion of alloy. So um, it seems in some way that it's a technology, it's a new go-to-market idea, and I just haven't heard about something like this before, and I think it's going to be, you know, quite powerful. So, um Love to get your views on, you know, what was behind this? What did you either hear from customers or felt that you could deliver to customers to come up with an idea like this? Sure. Um, well, there's, there's a few ways I kind of, uh, it's kind of hard sometimes to answer, well, where, where did an idea come from, right? It's uh, <laughs> And we come up with a narrative after the fact. So I think I'll, I'll try to accurately portray how we got here. All right. Um, part of it is, you know, with our dedicated region cloud at customer product, uh, we've been building regions for individual customers for some time. And as part of that, it required us to um, shrink the footprint so that it was able to fit in a, more, a larger variety of areas. Uh, it also created a different kind of operational and deployment model. So as an example, some of our customers, you know, whether they be a government or whether they be a, a highly regulated financial institution, um, they were looking for us not only to provide this kind of dedicated uh, cloud environment, but also it started to bleed into a higher level of control. Well, we need to make sure that deployments only happen during these times and we need to understand better what's happening. And so uh, as part of that process, uh, in the beginning, it's very easy to kind of resist that and say, well, no, no, you, you don't get it. You know, we're right and you're wrong. Um, but it, it it's funny sometimes if you just listen to what customers tell you. Yeah. So we, we were hearing that. And then at the same time, if you look at what's happening around uh, data jurisdiction, um, data residency, data control, and kind of sovereign control of data, um, you also see a big push, whether it be regulations in this country or that country, or the, the world is shifting. And so, um, and then if you, another way of looking at it that I think was very foremost in our minds is if you go back, I would say, 10, eight, six years ago, there were a lot of people still kind of trying to build their own private clouds, yeah. whether it be built on some hyper-converged infrastructure or whether it's an OpenStack or maybe it's built on VMware. And that has kind of gone by the wayside because what I think most people realized is they couldn't keep up. They couldn't have best-in-class technology on top of such a deployment. And so what we said is we said, okay, take a step back. What could we do? What if we really leaned in and instead of saying, you know, this is what cloud is, it's only this way. What if we made it to where it was flexible such that you can deploy it anywhere? It can be very small or very large. And what if other people could have different levels of varying control? Mm -hmm. um, and that's really the idea behind Alloy. And we've had a lot of really positive reception. You know, we, some of it comes from uh, kind of the data sovereignty side where it's massive control uh, around uh, you know governments and 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 legal entities saying hey we we're highly regulated we want to solve this problem, um, but also uh, part of the interest really comes from companies that uh, have very differentiated uh, value up the stack 
Mm-hmm. But being able to combine that with infrastructure uh, really gives them a one plus one equals three kind of opportunity. And so, um, you know, I, I view this very much as kind of just the beginning of something with Alloy. Obviously, it's it's different than what most people have done before. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're putting a lot of energy into it because we do see the opportunity there. And we think, you know, we at Oracle think that the future of the cloud doesn't look like a relatively few number of very large regions and relatively few geographies. That isn't how the world has worked in the past. And I just, I don't think that's going to work in cloud infrastructure for the long run either. Yeah, Clay, that's, you know, the two things you brought together there, the way that the the world sort of looks now and is moving toward it and where it's been. And that that sort of aha moment you alluded to and you said, well, if instead we listen to what these people are saying, instead of trying to say, no, 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 we, we, we set the rules for the cloud more and more, it's going to be the customers doing that, right? It is. And I, and I think, um, you know, what, it, what tends to happen, I feel like in any kind of industry or any technological shift is, is first you get extremes, right? You had on-premise, which was, Hey, you take a bunch of stuff and you do it all yourself. And you had the cloud or it was like, okay, I have no control. And so we, we put these stakes in the ground and everyone argues their ideology, <laughs> right? It should be this way. It should be that way. And what tends to happen as an industry matures. And what I see happening as cloud infrastructure as a general matures is that shades of gray start to, to, to come into the picture, right? Where all the cloud providers are like, well, maybe not everything can move to the cloud yet. And you see things, whether it be a, you know an outpost or an Azure stack, it starts to shift more towards the middle. And you see more and more of the on-premise vendors going, hey, well, we need to provide some of the cloudy functionality. And so you start to see each extreme kind of move towards each other. and what we're trying to do at Oracle is um, I, I, the, the, the big thing I ask, and I ask this of, of my internal uh, teams, I ask it of customers. I say, look, today, you know, we can argue plus or minus 5%, but about 30% of workloads have moved to the cloud. Mm-hmm. I ask people, hey, do you think in the long term that everything's going to move to the cloud? And people say, yeah, I think so. I go, okay. Then do you think all of that is going to be run and controlled by a f- relatively few US companies or a couple of Chinese companies. Mm-hmm. Do you think all of the world's server-side computing will be controlled by that? And they say, oh no. I say, okay, well then we have to invent the technology that enables us to actually build the cloud that way. And so what Alloy is about is about taking that step saying, we think there's more that we can do as a cloud provider to give all of the benefits of the cloud, but still offer uh, a lot of the control that many industries and customers require. So, Clay, could you share a couple of uh, use cases that would illustrate, you know, how some companies are beginning to use this uh, very interesting new concept? Sure. Um, so, you know, as an example, uh, we have like a a uh, one of the most dominant areas is in highly regulated industries. Mm-hmm. So, take something like financial services where um, we have some companies who uh, they build kind of like differentiated, I'd say financial services platforms, and they build that on top of our technology. Well, part of the problem today is, is that customer, they have to just, they say, hey, we can sell our customer kind of this higher level abstraction, mm-hmm. right? Uh, almost a, kind of like a SaaS provider, if you will. But as you know, uh, you need to have ways to also offer the extension platform, right? 
And so up until now, they've really been doing a lot of that kind of as like MSP, like on premise, they say, Hey, so if you want to move this whole application, we can host it over here. And it's like, well, wait, it would be way better uh, if we could just offer all of the value of OCI, have it right beside our differentiated financial service cloud. Right. And then a customer can come to us and get everything, but not just, which is different than, well, you can just say, well, why didn't those customers just, you know, contract the infrastructure from Oracle and say the financial services stuff from uh, from this this company, and that is possible, right? But um, suddenly, when you talk about well, data sovereignty, wouldn't it be nice if you could have the same level of operator access and data governance and controls? Well, that's a difference between now. I'm trying to bridge this different environment. Um, so you know, similar conversation with some telecoms I have where. Uh, you know, especially in emerging kind of areas, telecoms do a lot of of different uh, IT functionality. They're they're doing these things today on their own, right? But they just don't have the the capability. Um, as I said, you know, they're doing it with themselves with hyperconverged infrastructure, or they're doing some VMs and storage. They're like, oh, I, this is a much better platform for us. And then also, I'd say in the government space, right, where if you look at a lot of the more stringent regulations. Some of the most sensitive government workloads, you, you know, you there's an extreme need for not only local operator, so in terms of cleared personnel or or the say the citizenship of the of the actual operators, there's also many, many uh governments are saying, you know, we're only comfortable building our business on the cloud if it's fully kind of owned and operated by a company that's dominantly in our country. Mm-hmm. Right. Well. As a company like Oracle, we can only really be dominant in one country, right? It's and so, well, how do I instead? Well, I can be a technology provider to you with Alloy, but you can be the cloud provider, yeah. right? And so, uh, it's really about those are hopefully that's a flavor of of kind of three different types of use cases where we're seeing um, the, the demand kind of showing up. And I don't know if you look at a lot of the European regulations that have been coming out over the past few years. I to me what what people are asking for is clear. The problem right now is no one offers it, <laughs> right? It's not, it's not like, I mean, I'd like to tell you about I'm just, I'm a genius and we, we, we invented the flux capacitor. Now we can, you know, travel back in time. But truthfully, what I see is a lot of people have been asking for this. This is why I said people were trying to do it with OpenStack. It's the problem was it just didn't work. Yeah. And so what if we actually deliver something that works? I think the demand is kind of obvious in there. And Clay, what you just said there about uh, delivering something that works, it goes back to, you know, this other point about uh, individual enterprises trying to keep up with the arms race in the private cloud. I mean, I'm sure they're some incredibly capable companies, but it's not what they do full time. And sooner or later, it's just not going to play. So you guys then had to make sort of the mental shift of saying, I'll be a t- I don't have to be the cloud provider. I can be a technology provider and let them be the cloud provider. Yeah. And, and look, it's, it's a new model, right? Because the thing about the cloud is that it says, well, well how is capacity managed yeah. and who's responsible for, you know, the data center itself. And so the, the, there's, it introduces some shared complexity that, that is in, and like I said, in those two extremes, you you know it's either all one way or all the other, and that middle, as we said, is is blurry and it's and it's gray, but that's also where a lot of the value is. Yeah. And yeah. so what we're saying is, okay, what if we instead of just said, well, that's wrong, and we're going to avoid it. What if we really tackled that problem, mm-hmm. 
and said, well, how? So as an example, with, with things like capacity management, um, in a world where you just have relatively few large regions, you get really good at installing capacity, but you don't really get good at taking capacity out. Mm-hmm. Right now, that's different if you're saying, hey, I'm going to operate a lot of little clouds. Suddenly, it's it's a bit you have need to have almost like a retail like model where you get yeah, we ship you things, but you also can return them. Mm-hmm. And we have ways to decommission them and optimize the infrastructure. And people say, oh, well, that's it's hard and it's inefficient. Sure, it's it's hard and it's it's less efficient than if you didn't have to. But at the same time, it's not an inherently impossible task in the same way that you can somehow order things off of Amazon and you can also return them, right? Yeah. And it's a successful business model. It's about really leaning in and saying, yeah, that's a thing that we're going to solve. And so there's a, a hundred little pieces across this, this cloud environment, whether it be how we do operations or support, how you do things like metering and billing, uh, how you talk about things like capacity management, uh, you have to go in and, and say, okay, how do we make this such that we can work with someone else to do it? And look, I'm not here telling you that we've solved it all, right? This is a, a new area for us and we're investing very heavily and we've learned a lot. But to me, I go back to, I, I've been in cloud infrastructure for a long time now. Uh, you know, uh, Depending on how you look at it, the cloud, cloud infrastructure has been around for at least 15, maybe 16, 17 years. We're only 30% market penetration. Mm-hmm. It's not because people haven't heard of it yet. It's not, I don't meet anybody who goes, I'm not sure. It's not because people aren't convinced. What they need is they need better solutions that actually solve their problems. And, you know, when you go talk to a highly regulated industry, whether it be uh, healthcare with clinical trials or whether it be uh, financial services, they go, yeah, I love the cloud, but I've also got to solve, you know, solve concentration risk. I've got to control sovereignty, all these things. And, And I think people just haven't grasped it. You know, it's 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 a new phase and, and it, it's going to play out over the next few years. I mean, the, the, the question I often ask people is, you know, if you go back in the old days, the cloud infrastructure was originally kind of called utility computing. Mm-hmm. And I think in many ways it's appropriate. But look at other utilities, whether it be telecommunications or energy generation, that's not all controlled in like three places by three companies. Yeah. Right? There's a... Everyone goes, no, that's too much concentration. We have to have a diversified portfolio for this stuff. I think the same thing has to happen for cloud infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. Clay, that's a it's a, a great way of looking at it. And uh, I know as you've said, this is we're very early in this game, but uh, across a few of the industries you've mentioned, you know, from financial services or telco, you just touched on healthcare briefly here. Could you offer an example of like how a company who is an alloy customer now of Oracle might be able then to generate new revenue streams from that? Sure. So uh, absolutely. You know, we're we're working very closely with a potential alloy customer um, that works in a highly regulated banking industry. And so right now, one of the problems they're they're trying to figure out how to solve is so they they have their own banking needs, but uh, what they're considering is hey, if we could take alloy. And we combine that with all of our expertise in terms of the banking regulations and banking systems, we can actually be a platform that serves all the smaller banks in our regulated geography, right? So now you've suddenly lowered the cost of entry for all of those entities. And, and that's kind of the thing if you, if you know, we talk a lot about industry cloud and obviously industries mean different things to different companies and at Oracle, 
we're both broad and deep. We have, you know, uh, pick the industry and we have lots of kind of verticalized applications for each thing. But from a pure infrastructure perspective, where I think industry clouds go is it's going to be something like Alloy combined with the expertise that you can only get when you're in the industry. Because as much as I can sit here and tell you I'm going to become an expert in banking, I'm not. Not nearly as well as people who do that all day. And so uh, what I think you'll begin to see is, um, you know, players in these markets who have the expertise, you add Alloy to that and suddenly they create, it's not pure SaaS play. It's not just reselling infrastructure. It's no, no, it's we have our infrastructure and we have our accreditation framework and we have our compliance framework and we have our some differentiated intellectual property that goes along with that that can do like risk management or whatever. And suddenly you're not just a bank for yourself, you become a banking platform. Same thing for healthcare, same thing for each of these these complex industries, I think begins to go like that. So uh, one of the big responsibilities now of companies like Oracle is helping their customers move into the digital age, you know, with different things, but it's not just doing what you used to do in a digital fashion, but you're describing now, here's an entirely new opportunity, as you said, to become this platform for others in that industry. Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, uh, you know, most, I would say the vast majority of the customers I talk to, um, it's not primarily uh a cost conversation. It's almost always, how do I grow my business? Right. And whether it's, how do I accelerate innovation through, you know, getting higher developer productivity or, or gain new insight from the data that I have, or is it, how can I genuinely open up a new market for myself that just wasn't available before? Yeah. Um, And, you know, I, if you go back, like I said, if you go back 10 years ago, there were thousands of of managed service providers that were all doing this, mm-hmm. right? And what happened was that business became dis- disrupted because they couldn't compete on a technology basis, right? Why did why did anyone pick a small MSP when they could go with an IBM or an Accenture? Well, because they said no, these people can provide differentiated value for me, mm-hmm. right? Well, th- yes, that technology didn't exist then, but what if that technology did exist, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, it really is about redefining what does the cloud mean, right? It's not just a, um, or to put it kind of in a term, I think that, that I'm not sure Larry would agree with, that I think would resonate with him. You know, there are some things that have been focused very much on kind of like B2C, right? You hear him talk about with like with ERP, we're going to, we're going to automate you know, B2B uh, transactions with like fusion and ERP systems. Everyone's been very focused on kind of the B2C of cloud. How do we create cloud that we can sell to end customers directly? Their developers, how do they build their stuff? No one is really focused on, well, how do we kind of do more of this B2B type cloud where we create a platform that other people can run on? And that's honestly, that's always been Oracle's sweet spot. It's an area that we're really good at. We understand that type of business. You, you know, it's, and I think it plays to our strengths and it's something that we understand and get. Um, and so uh, I, I think that that's part of the, also the reason why we were able to do something like Alloys through the heritage that we have and the way that we think about business. And Clay, you know, along those lines, and I'm not trying to be overly wonky here, but it because of the novelty of this idea and the potential it has, it, it, is it fair to say it is both in some ways a new technology and a new 
go-to-market approach? Oh, definitely, because it changes, um, you know, it, it opens up a whole suite of different questions too, right? Well, now you're you're enabling other people with the same technology that you have. And then are you competing with them at a salesperson level? Or are you working together on accounts? And how do you differentiate like what you only you have versus what they have plus what they have? So it, it does it in some ways it's complex, but I think if you look at many of the largest kind of, uh, you know, businesses out there, right. Whether it would be Microsoft with technology like windows or office, or even what Oracle did with say Oracle database, right. We powered, we were the database that underlined many of the most successful applications while at the same time we were in the application space. Yeah. I think it's about recognizing like, hey, it doesn't have to be just us. Yeah. We we believe we have an amazing platform. And by giving it, you know, making it available to others, they can build really great stuff on top of it. Um, and yeah, it, it is technology, but it is also going to shift the go-to-market. But I, I think that's going to be dictated across this cloud infrastructure as a business, given where I think things are going with data control, data privacy. It's It's so... The, the world is is pushing for the answer and no one's got it yet. But as the answers start to come through, I think that it will it will converge very quickly. Yeah. And Clay, the last thing I, I want to just ask you about on this, is you brought up such an interesting point a few minutes ago about the combination of something like Alloy with industry cloud. I mean, that is seems like a dynamite area. And I think there's so much potential for more of these industry specific solutions instead of the one fits all. So um that seems to be like you know a place where everybody wants to get to that point. A cloud is great, but can you make it more precise and purpose built for what I'm doing? So that that's got to be an area of uh, of high interest there. I think it is, and I think it's it takes time because I think I think with alloy it's sufficiently different that people have to kind of get their heads and hands around it to really understand it. Um, but but you're correct the. The thing, though, that I think, you know, and what we're trying to do with Alloy as well is it's not just the technology that we have. A big part of what we're doing is taking the same sets of capabilities that we have that enable other providers to then build completely integrated services. So imagine you go to your OCI console and there's 10 services built by built by the Alloy provider, but they mm -hmm. show up just like their OCI services. Now that's going to take time because obviously people have to have the right ideas and they have to do the integration and do the work. But that's the kind of thing that I think customers actually want. They don't just want infrastructure and they don't want this huge gap between the infrastructure and this other area. For example, we do that with our applications, right? You look a lot of like Fusion and how you can extend it with our integration cloud or extend it with our data warehouse and analytics cloud. Customers want that, but there's a lot more software to be written than what just we can do at Oracle. And we need other providers out there who are interested to, to work and build that with us. And so uh, I do think that a lot of industry cloud comes that way because it requires true industry expertise. And if you can somehow integrate that into the base layer platform, because right now what happens is either you end up with a very big gap between what is infrastructure and what is being provided at the higher layer or uh what happens is, is that the higher level level provider, they end up recreating a, a very scaled down bad version of the infrastructure, <laughs> right? And you're like, well, that's, and, and it's just inefficient. It's like, well, what if we could actually integrate this? And what if we had an easy open way to, to connect this stuff together? That's what we're going for.
No, it sounds great. Um, Clay, any final thoughts about it? Anything else you wanted to be sure to mention with Alloy? No, no. Look, I think it's great. Uh, I'm I'm always glad that someone, you know, uh, uh, gets it and and understands it. I'm I, I'm as excited as you are about Alloy. We we think it's going to be a very big opportunity, and not just for Oracle. I think it's a shift for the cloud infrastructure industry in general, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out over the next few years. Well, Clay, great, thanks. And you know, just from my point, one of the things that intrigued me was it, it, you guys have have pushed the discussion in a different direction instead of whose infrastructure is better, which is a very legitimate and important question. But you're also saying, what if you could deploy this in a different way, give it a different end game, different, give it a different outcome and start to pull those customers along with you. So that, that's why I think it's exciting. But Clay, thanks so much for the chance to hear more about it. Uh, hope we'll have a chance to stay in touch and catch up on this occasionally. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks for having me, Bob. All right, Clay, thank you very much, folks. That's Clay McGuirk, Executive Vice President of Cloud Infrastructure at Oracle on the new Alloy program. See you next time. Thank you, sir.